All right, BC Buds, podcast number two. It's Amra, HD, KG, and Devesh. Weed's finally legal. First week. You guys have any interesting encounters with marijuana? Uh, actually, you know the website for, at least in BC, you know how they only have that one shop? That website actually ran out of their pills. Like, their, the closest thing they had to edibles were the pills. And they ran out of those 45 minutes in. As soon as the website went up, 45 Insane. minutes I was at a cannabis store uh, yesterday, and they're talking about how, like, when they're ordering stuff, or, like, even, like, they're not sure how the rules are working, because everyone's, like, new to this, so there's, there's, like, trying to, like, keep up as much as they can, but they're kept in the dark a lot. I'm so confused, like, are they legal? They're, they're licensed to sell marijuana, all these dispensaries? I thought they were not licensed. I don't, I don't think they're technically licensed yet as a dispensary, but... But they're still selling marijuana. They're still like selling it. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, honestly, if they shut down every dispensary, there'd be an uproar, right? Because there's the only legal shop would be in Kamloops. So, yeah. In BC. That, I, actually, I actually read something that BC had like the lowest sales of marijuana, legally speaking, because there's only one shop, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Everyone already has a method of getting their cannabis. I thought Ontario doesn't have any shops open yet. Are you sure about that? I thought I was, Ontario I was, was up there. And... I was reading it somewhere. I heard Alberta has like 100 shop, uh, shops up and running. That's strange. So does Ontario sell theirs online? No clue. Uh, I was just reading it somewhere. But it's interesting. I was at Cactus Club the other day. And I was asking the server, server so it's like, now the marijuana is legal. Oh, yeah? Like, if he's allowed to smoke on his brakes and stuff. But he's not really clearly like... He doesn't know if he can smoke. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you should be. For most places, you're probably not going to be allowed to be intoxicated on the job. Yeah. Because it's the same as drinking, right? Yeah. Drinking is legal, but you you can't just drink while you're working. Right? Yeah. And then um, he was saying like he doesn't know the rules about that yet, but he's saying yeah. that how some people you know how they go outside and have a smoke outside in the parking lot. There are guys outside just having smoking marijuana, and the Cactus Club over here by our house they have security, but security couldn't do anything, couldn't kick them out because. It's weed's legal now, and then they came back, munched out, and then called it a night. But yeah, it's, that's mind blowing how you could just be on the street just smoking weed as long as you're not near an entrance to. And honestly, for the longest time, though, I felt like that you could do that because, like, but you don't yeah. have to hide it. You you couldn't do it from the security guard. You'd wait, see if cops are around, uh, or I don't know. That. I I guess I guess, but like the pens and stuff like that, they don't even make like a, a scent anymore. It's strange yeah. because. Weed just got legalized, and you could be walking down the street smoking weed, but you can't walk down the street and drink. You, you ever think about that? That's very weird. To be that is yeah. weird, right? Yeah. Some of these laws are kind of backwards, in okay. a sense. In Germany, it's crazy that you can walk around with beer in your hand and no one says anything. You can in front of the cops, too. Yeah, that's how it was in Vegas, too. I guess probably Scottsdale, probably similar. Scottsdale? No, you can't really walk around the streets, but I wasn't there... At Scottsdale, per se, uh, at night, I was at Tempe, but not like Vegas. But Jamal uh, Khashoggi, I'm probably butchering his name right now. Yeah, it's the guy we talked about last week, right? Mm-hmm. The Saudi Arabian journalist that went missing when he visited the Saudi Arabian embassy in Turkey, right? Yeah, Turkey. So, like, the the first report Saudis said was, first they denied the the the, uh, the killing initially said, yeah mm-hmm. they said he just left and he went missing after he left the embassy and then uh, then reports came out after saying he died in a fist fight really he, uh, a fist fight a fist so Saudi Arabians said that he was in a fist fight in a fist fight that's where he died 
But now, recently, when I was looking it up today, reports came out that the foreign minister of Saudi Arabia said that the incident was a, just a terrible mistake, and it was actually a murder, but the crown prince had nothing to do with it. You know, they said they don't know where the body is. I think some, I don't know if it was Turkey or whoever, whichever nation asked to see the body so they could perform an autopsy or yeah. figure out what went wrong, what happened. Saudi Arabia just said that they don't know where the body is. So is this the same guy that you're talking about? Um, he went to get the papers inside the embassy okay, and then so he, this, with a smartwatch, right? And he went missing. It's not the guy that died in the helicopter crash, or no, no, that's a else? completely different guy. Yeah, yeah. The gunshot or something like that. No, no, that's a completely different guy. That was a Russian thing. Okay. So, what do you think about all these nations like Canada? It they've already talked down on Saudi Arabia with their human rights abuses, right? Even now, Germany said that they're going to stop exporting military equipment to Saudi Arabia. Even Australia pulled back the investments. But Canada Canada has like an arms deal with Saudi Arabia as well. Mm-hmm. But they said that they're not going to renew it, but they're going to finish what they already have. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think we should we should have an arms deal with a nation like this that is going through so many of these human rights problems? And is, I mean... You you guys heard about Yemen, right? And how they bombed those buses mm. full of children in Yemen. No, they, they, they performed airstrikes, and I guess they hit a couple buses that had kids in them. How long ago was this? This is this happened multiple times. Actually, this is in the summer. It's what country, what country is uh, Yemen again? Yemen is That's a country. <laughs> country. I thought, yeah. it was, I thought it was a capital that, city. Is, no, is that when all the they pulled the really like, uh, students from Canada? I think it wasn't because of that, mm-hmm. but. It was. I think that was after they pulled the students. Oh, okay. But I'm, the two events aren't really related, right? So what, do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Should we be selling? Should we be selling deal or selling weapons, tanks, jets, whatever we're selling to them? If they're a nation like this that doesn't care about human rights, it's definitely a conflicting topic. But um, I think like our investment shouldn't be in selling weapons, anyways. How long is the deal for, though? You know what I mean? I am not sure, but Trudeau said that he's not going to renew the deal. The deal, I believe, Trudeau didn't even make it. This deal was by the previous Harper. previous regime, right? And he his his thinking was that if Canada just immediately cancels any deal we've made just because we have a new prime minister, no country is going to want to make a deal with us, exactly. right? Exactly. At the same time, like you have to finish the deal that you went through because I think Saudi Arabia might get like offended. They might... like. I don't know. It might like it's, become it's like diffi- it's a difficult issue a, because a difficult. Well, not like a like I don't know. Am I like am I start attacking us? I don't know. Like nine eleven. They the want to attack Tower, us, right? but yeah. Like I don't know. I, I feel like any like uh, like conflict with with the uh, the country like that, it's like kind of unstable. Mm-hmm. It's not a good thing. So it's like you might as well just like fix the deal, finish it up. Like, end it. I know, like, in the United States perspective, like, Trump even said it, he just, like, stressed, he, like, stressed the importance of Saudi Arabia as a counterbalance to Iran in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, like, I know, I know there was, like, a, like, a service, so they asked, like, a bunch of people in the country, like, what do you think is, like, the biggest threat to uh, world peace? And Canada, the United Kingdom, and the United States all said Iran. That was the number one answer. But pretty... And every other nation said the states, right? Yes, yeah, so the United I, States, I that, Australia, yeah. like Russia, like every other country said the United I States. Think, I funny. think so. It's pretty interesting. Like Iran, they asked which countries do you think have the most positive influence in international affairs? I think Canada was number one, actually. Yeah, and I the United probably. States is at the bottom with oh all these God. other countries. 
Like Russia, I think actually no, maybe Russia was at the bottom. I'm not sure. Well, I, but I bet, I bet the states are probably at the bottom too. All I know is that Canada was considered to be at the near the top, if it, if not the top. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Canada like appears as a peacekeeping country. I think it has been for like decades now. Like, so that's that's the that's another issue. A peacekeeping country like us is selling weapons to another country that is out here just committing these atrocities. Exactly, as a peacemaking. Like a country, like why do you why are you why are we selling weapons? Like what, yeah, I don't understand that. You know, Japan does not have their own nuclear arsenal. Oh yeah, a lot of countries don't. Exactly. So, but. I mean, we have our own nuclear arsenal, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. obviously not as big as other yeah. countries, but if we truly were a peacekeeping country, why do we have these weapons, and why are we selling other weapons? You know. I think it's uh, I think you need to do it though, like just in case something happens. Like yeah, you can be I, I understand the argument. Yeah, you can be you can be a peacekeeping country, but you can't just leave yourself like completely vulnerable. That's the thing. A lot of countries rely on the states to just back them up. Yeah, but at the same time, like something, I guess nuclear is a really like, really really big thing to have. Like it's not like just an army; it's a fucking like a nuclear weapon that like mm-hmm. can completely devastate a city. But uh, I don't know. It, what I don't get is like hypocritical, for sure. The whole um, idea that Iran is like the enemy, like in some cases, like from what I heard, Iran is even more progressive than Saudi Arabia. You know, they actually used to be the most progressive country in the Islamic world before. Yeah. I think some the Gulf War. Some I don't know the exact or time frame, but some War? religious some religious group got into power. Yeah, and that's when everything kind of trended downwards, yeah. at least in terms of like free expression. Mm-hmm. And women's rights. How did they get into power, though? I think they made a bunch of promises about... I don't remember exactly what the details were, but they promised a lot of these crazy things. Like and progressive stuff? This is this or, is like back in the 70s and 80s. I'm not I think sure. The like, took a hit. Okay. But... Anyways, yeah, and it's crazy how, like, um... What? Sorry. Um, <laughs> Other train of thought there? Yeah, that's my train of thought. It's crazy how, like, like any agents, like, can, like, go into a different country and start, like, just killing anyone who they want. Like how the Russians killed like the double spy in Britain, and then now how the Saudis got into Turkey and killed their own, and they're pretty much getting away with it. Like I don't think anything's gonna come out of it. I doubt anything will, man. And Khashoggi even said that Bernie Sanders will be the only person to stand up against Saudi Arabia. And even he's spoken up against. He's like he doesn't. I like the ideas that we're selling weapons to. The deals with Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Bernie Sanders seemed like a really smart guy, man. Every time I heard him speak, I always thought. This guy knows what he's talking about. He does. He seems like he's not like a... He's like... I guess guys like Trump are just completely like... He, they fed to the, their own like audience and it worked. People like Hillary Clinton, they, she fed to obviously women. And I don't even know how many people actually were like supporting her ideas. Whereas the idea of being a woman president, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. What but. With Bernie Sanders, he was so progressive, which is kind of ironic because he was the oldest candidate there, but he was the most progressive, and he was, like, completely for, like, green uh, energy supplies. Taxing the rich. Uh, free yeah, education. Spe- speaking of taxing the rich, Bernie Sanders is trying to, I don't know if he's still trying, but he mentioned something of, you know how a lot of these workers at, say, Walmart or Amazon warehouses or something, I guess now Amazon, they increase their minimum wage. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure about that, but let's say a place such as Walmart, a lot of their workers are still on welfare, right? And food stamps. And so they're getting a lot of government assistance. So the government, some of these people are working 40 hours a week and the government still has to provide assistance for them. 
So Bernie Sanders thought instead of the government paying to make up the cost of what Walmart is not paying them, maybe Walmart should cover that cost because they're making mm-hmm. billions of dollars and yet their workers are working full time and still yeah. can't live a livable wage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why should the government have to make up for that slack? What do you guys think about that? That definitely think? has to be like a, a case by case basis. It depends on the area that they're all in. Like if there's a Walmart that people are like, they live in the area and they live in like, um, say it's in Vancouver and then they live in, they work for Walmart. Yeah. You're going to have to increase the wages there. Right. Because you can't support yourself. But like, even like in Syria, I guess, because like basements are like pretty expensive now too. But a place like uh, in the north where it's like cheaper, likely, I don't see them needing to raise their wages as much. But I guess it's a, I think it's a case by case thing. But the idea itself, what do you guys think of taking, oh, from, the taking, taking some from the rich instead of see, the like, government just I think always backing? Work. I think because they do fucking make a lot of revenue. These these um these like multi billion like I think some of them are almost close to a trillion now. Jeff Jeff Bezos has I think hundred fifty billion right now. Don't quote me on that, but at a certain point he did. But I don't know if the valuations are going up and down. Maybe it's different now. But the point is, is that I think in a year or two he made fifty billion. And so going from a hundred billion to hundred fifty billion, your lifestyle doesn't really change that much, right? No. And meanwhile, his workers are out there. Did you know that a lot of these Amazon workers? They pee in water bottles because yeah. they don't want to get written up for taking too many like breaks or being too slow and not meeting yeah. their 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 uh, Quota. quotas. Yeah. So yeah. a guy, one guy at the top yeah. is lining his pockets with money. Uh-huh. Even though, like, the fact if he has one hundred fifty billion, like that means the company has like, has like incredible, like a lot of fucking money too. Right? What, what is what is he gonna do with one hundred fifty billion exactly? He's not even gonna yeah. use most of it, right? He's gonna buy the Seahawks, man. Most of these bill, not <laughs> most of these billionaires, but a lot of these billionaires, like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, they realize that they're not even gonna use the majority of that money. So they they've agreed to pledge the majority of their mm-hmm. wealth. Ninety percent, ninety nine, something ridiculous. Something ridiculous. Yeah, that's Bill Gates is amazing if you think about it. All the work oh, yeah. he's done. Oh yeah, Def- Bill Gates. Is, I was gonna say Bill Gates is one of the ones that he has the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That's like. That's been there fighting forever. malaria and all those illnesses forever. And now he's doing the one where you can use like the feces water and turn to actual water, drinking water. Oh yeah, I saw that. Which nice. is how does that work? Huge. It's like a machine that it just oh. goes through and it makes like it's just like drinkable water or like a big machine like they. I'm not sure about that, but I know that it was on. Uh, I think it was Jimmy Fallon, and he brought two glasses. And he's like one of them was legit water, one of them was the feces water. And then, but the, the twist was that there's both the feces water. It tastes normal, okay. right? So it's like, yeah, it's like, imagine places like, like the fact that he's doing that is like, it's insane if you think about it. Because a lot of places have to travel so far just to get water and it's dirty water too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that causes diseases. It just like kills more people. And it kills people that are already in like, poor countries, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the... And Putin said 700 hostages were taken in Syria too. 700 hostages as in like Syrian hostages? No, it's uh, US and European hostages. And US and... Oh. And apparently 10 what? are being killed a day. And for, so he's saying this because... He, what are these guys doing in Syria? I mean, what's, that's what I'm wondering. So is this actually legit information that... No, it's a rumor. Uh, it's US, a rumor? Uh, not rumor. I'm like, uh, I think uh, CNN came out and reported it. But... And BBC. But... U.S. is denying it, and Putin said it happened. Why are they being like? What do they want? 
Like, why are they taking the hostage? Like, what are they, what are they doing? It's ISIS. Oh, okay. So I see, yeah, so just, they're, uh, and they're killing like 10 a day. Apparently. So what, what do you think? Do you think Putin's telling the truth or he's lying? You never I know what Putin though, man. Yeah, we had this conversation yesterday too. He's on Divide the West, like you were saying, just with, right. like, putting up false information now. But at the same time, like 700 is like a, a huge number. Like, mm-hmm. well, what is motive it's, such a, it's such an atrocious... I'm sorry? Well, what is motive be for like telling this lie? Like, what would this like... I guess it's more about guess, dividing again? Like, put doubt. Said, put doubt in our minds that... Government's lying to us, mm-hmm. those kind of things, because he did a lot of that during the election campaign where he, I believe he, the Russians leaked some information on Hillary Clinton yeah. about these emails. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. He definitely meddled in that election. Oh, yeah. And they have a lot of these Russian bots that, like we talked about before, yeah. that just cause a lot of arguments, doubt in people's minds, mm-hmm. spreading conspiracy theories. Making up conspiracy theories. It's incredible how much power he has. Like, didn't he create his own position in, like, uh, in yeah. Russia? Well, what he did was, he was president, he did two or three terms. And then the, the law says that you can't do more than two terms straight. So he became prime minister. And then since his two straight years were up, he became president again. Because that's what the law was. And then now he's, he's, been, he's been in power. Pretty much when he was, in, he was the prime minister... He was pretty much running things like as president too, because yeah. one of his buddies became the president while he was yeah, prime minister. Yeah. But speaking of, uh, anyways, Apple. Uh, you had something to say about that, right? Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard about this thing called uh, right to repair. It's when, say, you have a car, right, and you want to fix something in your car. You can obviously do that, right? You yeah. want to, let's say, you want to do an oil oil change. I go to a mechanic and... You could go to a mechanic or you could do it yourself. You yeah. have that ability, right? You don't have to go to the dealership that you bought it from. You yeah. don't have to go to some specified mechanic that they tell you to go to, right? Yeah. You could change anything you want. So the reason this is important because it's it's important because Apple doesn't give you that ability, right? And yeah. recently, a lot of people have been trying to fight for that right. Yeah. And they call it the right to repair. So recently, CBC did some investigative jur- journalism. They went to an Apple store with a broken MacBook laptop and the screen wasn't working and they gave the laptop to, I guess, what do they call those guys? Genius workers? Yeah. Something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And they were told that it would be $1,200 to repair it. They then took the laptop to a repairman. He has this shop. Is this guy named Louis Rossman, if you guys have heard of him. He has his own YouTube channel where he does a lot of these repair videos on computers, phones, everything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he has his own shop. CBC went to his shop and all he did was in under a minute, he looked at the screen, diagnosed the problem. He found out that one of the cables had a bent pin. He bent the pin back and it took under a minute and the laptop was just working completely. There was no other problem with it. So a $1,200 repair, he did it in one minute. So what was the $1,200 going to be going towards? See, that's the thing. Apple doesn't actually repair your products. I don't know if you guys knew that. They just replace they it. They don't repair your products. So if you have a problem, they just replace everything. Mm. So that's why it costed $1,200 because they didn't... A lot of these workers at Apple in these tra- Apple stores, they're, they, not they're not trained, right? Yeah. So all they do is just replace the parts. Yeah. That's why a lot of these quotes, it's a ridiculous amount of money compared to what it would cost if you just went to some third-party repair, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of replacing it. So, like twelve hundred dollars, isn't that like a new laptop on its own? Yeah, right. Like, who would pay that? First of all? Yeah. 
Like, I didn't even like Apple, first of all. Like, I've had Apple phones, and I've had Androids, and Androids are, like, in my opinion, way better. Like, I'll have the Google Pixel right now, and honestly, the best phone I've ever owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, with Apple as well, they don't want other people to repair their own products, right? They don't want some random mechanic, some random whatever the... Some random repairman working on your phone. They want you to go through the Apple process. Yeah. So they want you to pay exorbitant amounts of money just to get your product back working. And that guy actually, Louis Rossman, after this investigative piece by CBC went out, three days later, he had one of his shipments of batteries seized by customs because Apple tipped off customs saying that he might be peddling counterfeit batteries. So then customs just took it from him. Is that confirmed that Apple it's, said it's that? It's confirmed. It's in his video. He has a cease and desist letter or something. No, is it confirmed that Apple said that? Yeah, it's confirmed. What the and the reason the is fuck? because apparently they said that he had counterfeit Apple batteries. So they can legally do that because if you're trying to sell a counterfeit product that has the Apple trademark on it, yeah. you're not allowed to do that, right? Mm-hmm. You can sell a product that says like, let's say Panasonic battery. And it works for Mac. You're allowed to do that. But what you're not allowed to do is take a battery and put the Apple sticker on it and say it's authentic Apple. Oh, yeah. So he bought it from China. And apparently that's where the issue lies. But before this piece, he was allowed to do that and nothing happened. And another problem is, is that he bought batteries for vintage laptops. So these are laptops that Apple doesn't even repair themselves anymore. They'll tell you that this is vintage. We no longer service this product. So So there's literally no way of you fixing your laptop. Yeah. Unless you go to a third-party guy. And they don't even want you to do that. So they plan... It's like called planned obsolescence, right? Where they plan for your products to basically just become obsolete. So you have yeah. to get a new one. Mm. It's like with that phone issue. Where they slowed your phone down. The battery. You remember that, right? The battery yeah. issue. Where they said, we're slowing your phone down just to extend your battery life. Or whatever they said. Mm. There were conspiracy theories about this stuff for a while. Where people were saying that Apple pushes updates that slow your phone down. So you're enticed to buy a new iPhone? Yeah. I personally don't even update my phone just because of that. Like, I don't want it to slow down. You have an iPhone? I have an iPhone, yeah. And also the battery thing. I know that when they got caught, they changed the price from 79 bucks to $29 <coughs> to replace a battery. For the and first I, six months. For some people, I think it's, you can even get a free battery if it's like, uh, forget the terms. If, but a, if a certain model. But they got completely like... Yeah, they came out and apologized. Yeah. The question though, is Apple still innovative? Uh, for the longest time they were, but I'd say this, there are other companies that are more innovative, but Apple is more refined. They'll take an idea and they'll polish it and it'll work perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the last time I think the most like innovative thing they've done is probably come up with Siri. Quote Siri? Unquote. Maybe. Like, I don't think they, they changed, they came up with the first tablets with the iPad. And then after that. What do you guys, what, what do you guys think I mean, about... Siri wasn't wasn't like the best like AI like thing. No, it's not. Out, but, but like, but like a device to have on your phone at the time, like this is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Was it first though? Uh, iPhone four. I think that's no, the first one. I think was Siri first because like, it never been happened before for a phone. For a phone, I don't think so. What about smartwatches? Are they first for that too? I I doubt it. I doubt it. Smartwatches are pretty old, right? I think but so. But tablets. But since then, no, it just ta- tablets must have been older too. I don't think that right? Apple was the first with the tablet. I don't think the iPad was the first tablet, right? I might be wrong about that. But I think, because it, it, having the, the iPad, the name, the sticks in your mind, too. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> and then, but, uh, but since then, it doesn't seem that 
What, what do you guys think about some of their changes? I've noticed that other phones are also copying some of their changes, say the Pixel, for example. The new Pixel. You guys notice the notch on the top of the phone that a lot of these companies are pushing? I'm sorry? That notch on the top of the phone screen that Yeah, that I indents? think you, you showed me that, that they're copying um, do you the Apple. Do you think that's a good change, a bad change? Because they've done a lot of these weird changes where they got rid of the headphone jack. Is that innovative? Is that, that a is step not, backwards? Uh, I think it's a step backwards. Because like, yeah. they're pushing towards uh, Bluetooth and they want you to buy their headphones, like the little, mm. the little, you know, the wireless ones. But it still is inconvenient to a certain degree. I guess I would say that a lot of stuff is Bluetooth now. At the same time, though, it's nice to have the headphone jack. It's nice to have options, yeah, and I feel is. like they're taking your options away from you. And you gotta fucking pay for the extension thingy. Like 10 years ago, iPhones were so far ahead of any other touchscreen phone, but yeah. nowadays it's the gap is so... Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know if they have the lead anymore. They're I, not. I Sam- don't think they do. Samsung manufactures the most phones? Well, not. I'm not talking about in terms of money, just in terms of like the quality of the product. Yeah. Like the iPhone X, like what is new about the... I'm honestly not selling? sure. I, I don't I know that they the have the... Anymore, man. The face scan? Oh, yeah? But, I mean, like... Well, don't you even... Face scan old. The live emoji feature? Don't you like that? The hand emoji? I think it's so stupid. They keep promoting that, like, that's some innovative shit. It's not even that cool. It's just so stupid. Yeah. I never understood that. Like, like, I feel like they have a lot of gimmicks that they use to market their devices. For the little kids, Like, right? Siri, for example. I mean, it's a... De- it's not this super mind-blowing feature, right? I mean, how often... It's funny, you- yeah, but... Like the, the face, the emoji thing that you're talking about, where the money yeah. moves, that is like a gimmick for like kids that are getting new phones and they're 16 years old and stuff like that. And I don't know. I think iPhones, is, they have like that, they have that like also like the fucking, what's the word for it? It's like, it's cool. It's like sleek. It's like ha- like having an iPhone, like a sleek thing kind of thing. You know what I mean? Some of these features, for example, when Apple was hyping that face ID unlock mm-hmm. thing, remember they were saying they scan your face in like a hundred different ways Yeah. and then you can unlock your phone like that. And their phone has wireless charging and all that stuff. I've had those features on my old Android phones yeah. for the longest time. My first Android phone had face unlock. <laughs> it's the original Nexus by mm-hmm. Google. Really? It had face unlock, yeah, in 20, 2012, 2011. Oh, I also remember that. Uh, you remember the ads, right? With the face to, unlock? used uh, to scroll down as you're reading something like that. You remember that too or no? Where you could tur- turn your eyes and like scroll down. I think that was on the S4, S3, I'm not sure. The Some of those features are gimmicks. I don't even know if that feature still exists in so, these phones. So like useless, like the Samsung. You, like if you look down a little bit. Like, do they still yeah. support that feature? The little eye scroll feature? Probably not. That's probably not right. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Though. I guess it was a gimmick. That's I like, confirmed that it was a gimmick. But yeah, man. That's what it is. It's like even like I'll be honest with the MacBook. Like I have a MacBook. I didn't get it because uh, it's like sleek. But I know a lot of like people do do that. I think like kids would want to do it because it's like silver, shiny, it's just like, you know what I mean? And it has a logo. It's just, that's what the one reason is. A lot of Androids are just like black. It's strange. Like, so cool. Have you noticed that every phone is just getting bigger and bigger? We're like yeah. trending towards tablets nowadays. Yeah. Almost, but I doubt we'll get that big. Well, obviously yeah. it won't get that big, yeah, but it's like, like they're pretty big I think, nowadays, man. I think it's going to be like, like revolutionized. Like the, the phones that we have now won't be the same 10 years from now. Yeah. They'll be like... Maybe it'll, it'll, be be complete, it'll be completely different. It's not smaller or bigger. The size will probably be the same. But like this metallic piece of self like that we thinner, have. Right? It'll probably get thinner. It'll be, uh, I'm just saying it won't be the same thing that mm-hmm. it is now. It'll be completely different. But anyways, back to the Apple thing. Um, sorry, the tablets. 
sorry, that the I'm mean, correct myself. The the iPad wasn't the first tablet. There was actually one ten years earlier, but that Microsoft Microsoft came out with, but they ten years earlier, ten years earlier, and they completely blew it. And Bill Gates has explained it to why Jobs, uh, Steve Jobs' tablet worked and his didn't. And I'm just quoting him from now. Um, he's saying Jobs did some better things than I did. His timing in terms of when it came out, the engineering work, just a package that was put together. The tablets we had done before weren't as thin and they weren't as attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much th- that's that's Apple, Apple is amazing at marketing things. Yeah. yeah. Steve Jobs is a brilliant really genius when it came to that. His... What were those called again? Those keynotes or whatever, where he'd run those conferences showing the different iPhones? I don't know the name of it, but yeah, I know you're talking he'd be, about he'd be calling, the turtleneck. I think it was the original iPhone. He literally called Starbucks during the live conference and everyone was like ooing and eyeing at everything he was doing. He just called Starbucks? I don't know exactly what he did. He called Starbucks, but it was like some special. weird way. I don't know what it was. Uh, yeah, like, but then again, they were one of the few, like, they were one of the, like, the cool cool touchscreen phones right they were like the first ones for that probably they're probably the first ones for the cool um tablets too right mm-hmm. cool smart watches that's 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 the point i was trying to make before like people just like it because it looks nice it's cool and they're easy to like use too their functionality is very easy yeah that, that's good for kids so like i wonder will be like the next like cell phone company to come up with like holograms that come out of your phone Holograms? That'd be cool. Probably yeah. like Google or Samsung. Or Probably something. Google. Yeah, Google. <laughs> I don't want to Google. Or some like Japanese company, honestly. Could be, yeah. Yeah. And you want to move on? Yeah, World Financial Group. What's um, that? What do you guys think what it is? We guys heard about World Financial Group. So... I'll tell you guys story about after I get your thoughts about the it. The main thing I know is that it's just a pyramid scheme. At the, at the base of it. I thought it was like investing like... But it, like I know it's a pyramid scheme, but I thought it was just like an investing group type thing. Oh yeah, the name. That's what it was pitched as, like. Oh okay. Sort of. yeah. It's, it's not a scam, man. You just need to find thirty people who can recruit thirty-five other people, who can recruit thirty-five other people, yeah. and then you can live the rest of your life. Yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> a millionaire. A millionaire. That sounds pretty easy if you ask me. Like. So, from my understanding, is that pretty much what they do is they. Their um the market scheme is face to face, so they never really go out and like market their, their things there are no advertisements but you'll, you'll have people talking about it so for example like me well, what is World Financial Group in the first place like what do they do I don't understand yeah, what do they do how do they make money I know Amway is like a I think he's getting into that I was getting into that yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay. what's, like, what's Amway so what they do what's is the they pretty much thing? give they pretty much give financial advice okay. for example like I'm a financial advisor I take this course which I was going to get into this course is maybe about three months long so, and this is a world financial I, group course. Yeah, and I'm and I'm pretty much licensed to become a, as a as a financial by advisor. By them or by some actual by pro- them. By them. Okay. So I have the certificate. So, anyways, yeah, I was gonna get into the like, the, the whole course, but before you go on, how do you have to pay for that course? Yeah, it's a uh, hundred twenty five bucks for the whole course. Yeah, and yeah. How, see, how long is this course? Three. I think you work at your own pace, but like I think the guy told me three months. That's pretty cheap. And what do I mean by the guys? I actually had a friend. Who was t- telling me to come join and to one of the classes to see for myself how do I like it? Mm-hmm. It was actually on Thursday. I actually volunteered from six, oh, sorry, from five to seven, and this class was running from six to eight. So from seven o'clock, I got a volunteer. I was actually a minute away from the building from where I volunteered. So I decided to show up and sit down and actually see what the class is about. Yeah. And the way this guy, this guy convinces you, I'm telling you, like he won't actually get to the details of how they help people. But he's like, "Do you guys want to help families? Right? You want to help them save?" 
right? This is a place for you. And like, don't like work with these banks. These banks, right? You, you keep your money in your savings account. You only, you only like the, the tax-free savings account, you only get to keep like 1%. You only make like 1% after a year or something. But mm-hmm. with these investments, you make 6%. He's like, there's something the banks aren't telling you, right? He's like, pretty much like, like caring to the audiences, right? Like, get, and mm-hmm. the, most of the audiences was like the other audience, I think the crowd that were there was probably over 40 years old too. Yeah, So really? they're telling you, you just want to save for your family, you want to save for your kids' education, and you can do that. And so pretty much the dude is like, and he's like, you can help people. Right, you can help people save money. You'll see, like, help you see them smile. So, pretty much what you do is a financial advisor, like I'm saying. So they pretty much I tell you how what to do with your money. So like where to invest and where you can make most of your money. But like, are they are they good at doing that though? Do you know? Right now, of course, they they're making money off of it, right? But well, once, they're making money. But are, is your actual advice reasonable? Is that some good advice they give you? So. Like, they, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they just told you to invest in World Financial Group. Yeah, no, no, the thing, the thing, the, no, the thing is, no, the thing is, the World Financial Group, the way they explained it, they don't have, they don't have their own company. Think of like Walmart. Like Walmart sells like products, like um, any kind of products. Samsung, yeah, uh, Sony, right? Bunch of sure, different, yeah. bunch Snacks, of different products. Yeah. This is what World Financial Group is. They get like products like Manulife or Sun Life, insurances. They sell insurances. And, oh, I see. and they pretty much give you options like hey, these are the options you have and then they um, make commission out of it mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say like the advice is probably the best per se and once you become part of a, a, a world financial member you have to bring three people on board they really stress how important it is to bring three people on board <laughs> do you have a time frame for that? Uh, they give you one, seven days they, think, they want to push you they're like they're, the, the way you explained oh, it was see. the way you explained it was he's like uh, people work best under pressure so we'll give you seven mm. days get three people and um holy fuck and then th- those three people will get more three people and so if i understand this correct when you bring people in you get a percentage of what they make right yeah you get a percentage of what they make and the guy that brought you in gets a percentage of what you make and what they made and too. what he made yeah so, so what, uh, percent, what kind of cut do you even get i have no clue how it works but i want you must get like pennies on the dollar right? so once you bring in three people you become a quote-unquote manager and they give you like this one pin on your <laughs> on wow. your voice clothes <laughs> and then once you bring in like 10 people or something you, street, you, you get this jacket yeah Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> jacket yeah I was and uh, so anyways I guess the guy knew I was coming for the come the first time and uh, apparently he wanted to talk to me at the end of the night too and I was like okay so he takes me into his conference room and I'm just sitting there and then he starts explaining to me what his company does and stuff and I understood everything too but like I'm saying he's working around it he doesn't act specifically give me the details like right. how they're making money for their quote like for their mm-hmm. uh, like families he's just saying we're just helping families out and I just, and I still couldn't understand like why like kept working around it and then you know I'm like I'm gonna think about it I don't like making rash decisions and I'll come right. back but then he just kept forcing it he's just like bro he's like, he's like we're gonna get your career started right he's just like you have nothing to lose like what's $125 right he's just like and he wouldn't let me leave, legit. He just, like, kept going, kept going. And I was like, dude, I'm going to, like, leave. And then after... Te- after With these kind of people, you have to be pushy, man. You can't yeah. just be passive. You got to be... Yeah. 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 And then uh, eventually... Just tell the fuck Yeah. Up. Eventually, then I... I'm, like, too... I'm like, you know what? Like, I'll call you. I'm going to think about it. And then after, like, 15 minutes, he lets me go. And I'm and I'm gone. And then... Actually, he actually set up a meeting. He's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow at my place at 5 p.m. He's like, come up with any questions you have and like, come talk to me. I'm like, okay. But like, and then 
But I didn't show up five o'clock. I was at work the other day and I decided not to go. And this guy somehow ends up calling me. He gets my phone, my phone number for my friend, and I actually get a call from him. He's like, "Yeah, you didn't. Are you gonna come? You never showed." I was like, "No, I can't. I'm at work today." He's like, "Can you come tomorrow?" I'm like, "I can't come tomorrow. Saturday, I'm busy." And he's like, "You know what? Uh, call me. We'll uh, come in next week. We'll set a set a day." And I'm thinking, like, if your product is block that number, man. Yeah, I'm gonna block. I already blocked that number. <laughs> but the thing is, like, if your, pro- yeah, if your product, if your product is that good. Right, like it should sell itself. You shouldn't yeah. be able to push no, that much. Yeah, this is a scam. That's, 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 that's all like uh, yeah. schemes are. They just take yeah, advantage yeah. of people that yeah. don't know any better. That's yeah. all they run on. Exactly, man. You can't be passive with them because that, that, yeah. that, that's exactly what they prey on. Yeah. So how do you know this guy that tried to recruit you? I don't know the guy who tried to recruit me. It's but his friend's friend, I guess. Yeah. So, so one, oh. some guy I knew pretty much told me that. Have you heard about this thing? And I had, and I've had too. But and he told me it was a class running, and just to see for myself, like what he says I just wanted to go and it's like a minute yeah, away yeah, and just sure, talk to sure. him and the guy who's giving the speech like one of the managers he, he was pretty much uh, the guy who's being pushy and he was lying too he's just like talking about like hey Amre um, your, your buddy he told me about you he told me how you're at the top of the list you're the smartest guy he knows right you really want to make money you're he's like Trump pump me up like I'm actually gonna like invest in the stupid yeah, yeah I'm like exactly man and so, let and, me ask you this your friend he knows it's a scam, or no? He he, he believes it's real. He so believes it's, so oh is God. he involved in this business? Yeah, he's involved. He's taking the course right how now. How many pennies does he make for every dollar? Is how many two people does he have on Probably. him? No, nah, none right now. He's taking the course right oh, now. He's taking the course. He's, so taking he's already course. been brainwashed. Are you gonna? Yeah. Are you gonna? Are you gonna like give this guy the red pill, Matrix style? Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I'll, I'll try it, but like you know, what? you gotta be Morpheus, he's, man. He, he's like. You said like this is actually gonna help him. Like he's gonna help make money off of this. The promise like I'm a thousand a client. Uh, something ridiculous and, and this guy was saying too he's out there he's shouting in the, in the microphone he's talking about how how when he came he came from India this guy <laughs> which, which the, guy the, the manager the main guy the manager yeah, yeah. and he's talking about how he, he started he started making like when he first came he was making $15 an hour and then he wanted to make more so next year he's making 25 an hour and eventually got to $70 an hour and he's like I still wasn't satisfied, satisfied with that so you know what he's like I came to this company and you know what? In nine months, I replaced my salary, and I'm making way more than that. He's like best decision of my life. And then, you know, <laughs> just making promises like fake promises. Such bullshit. You should ask him where he's making seventy five dollars an hour. Yeah, should apply there. I'm kidding. Seventy five. Yeah. And then he's like, he's unsatisfied with life. He's like, the promise that you work your own hours. What they promise you the most is passive income, which is pretty much you sit there do nothing and you have money coming to you. He's like, do you not want to make passive income? He's like, do you not want to work your own hours? Work for like buzzwords, right? All the time. Sorry? They just use buzzwords. Yeah. The, the ones that like yeah, attract the, you. So. Yeah, they're pretty much... And then they're at the end of the... Pretty much at the end, they congratulate people who, who uh, bring new people on board. So they say their name, they get up, they do a little, little clap, and they... <laughs> is, <laughs> is this a cult? Yeah. This, <laughs> that clap, that clap is very suspicious. It's legit like that. I think that Wolf of Wall Street did. Remember? He's yeah. like... Yeah. Pop, yeah. Pop, yeah. Pop, so they do this yeah. clap, right? And the, and the name they say, like, they congratulate, they go up on the stage, they high-five all the four managers that are standing up there oh, and they God. come back down and sit down. At, at what point do they sacrifice the goat? <laughs> and they have, like, this really, like, rock music playing. Like, Holy fuck, dude. That's so cringe. Yeah. Yeah, I hope your friend doesn't and then, uh, suffer, man. It's, ri- it's ridiculous because the only way you're going to make passive income anyways is if you get someone else that you can brainwash. A lot of these people that get recruited, they probably quit a few months in, right? Yeah. yeah. But you can't have that. You need one guy to be completely brainwashed oh. and be willing to just recruit other people. Yeah. yeah. 
and just get them brainwashed. And yeah. that's not an easy task, right? No, no, it isn't. But it's like it's pretty unethical too. Th- it is, right? I, that's what I'm wondering because because like you, it's make, something you know too. To make money, I mean, you have to deep down know it's pretty much a scam. <laughs> but to make money, you have to pull that scam that scammed you on other people. Mm-hmm. And not not even just like two people. You got to run this on countless people. Yeah. And it's usually people you know. Anyways, and it's usually people you know, yeah. And then he's, he's, he told us he's, he's going to give us five reasons why people don't stick with this business. And this guy ended up giving us like eight. <laughs> or like eight or ten. He just kept going. One of the like, uh, people are not motivated. Number one. <laughs> oh, number two, people don't want to make money. <laughs> people don't live under a rock. Yeah, something like that. People know it's a scam. Jesus, man. This ain't the 1800s. So okay, wait, just just to wrap it up, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I fully understand. What do they? Um, how do how does like if you get someone, how does someone make money again? They sell insurance. They sell yeah. insurance, and then they get commission, and then from that the commission, commission goes up. You get like you get like point two five percent because the rest goes <laughs> to the guy so above you, and yeah. his pimp and his yeah. pimp's pimp. And they promise you like you'll become a manager on your own one day. Yeah, it's just like a pimp ladder, man. Like. There's, there's no way you're making money, man. Yeah. The only guy that's making money is probably the legit, the one guy at the top. No, he's probably making so much money. And the, Holy fuck. And yeah. they're promising how, he's, this guy's promising, he's just like, uh, yeah, he's like, they have a conference have, happy up in Winnipeg where everyone, all these guys from all these different parts of like Canada are going to get together in Winnipeg and the owner's going to be there. Wait the guy, a minute. Not the owner, the guy who originally started the, I thought the company. The this no, like, this no, is like Canada-wide. Or maybe, really? maybe, maybe in like North America-wide. I don't know, but... Anyways, they're going to have a conference in Winnipeg, and he's like promising, he's like, you know what, you guys should go to this conference, just tell you it's only $400, get your ticket. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. $400, $400 for just the ticket? No, for, no for, for the flight. Oh, he's sorry, for the flight. flight. He's like, yeah, you guys go to this, con- I don't know, the ticket, the conference takes like more, he's like, you guys go, and you guys, when you guys come back, and you guys tell me you guys have not got anything to learn from this, um... Conference, he's like, I'll pay your money back for the. I'm like, fuck. First of all, you know, you're not gonna pay back shit. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's pumping me up. It's, like, it's, like, it's in Winnipeg, man. If you show any slight like discontent on your face, like you just show a slight bit of anger, it's Winnipeg, man. You're gonna get murked in the back alley somewhere. Yeah, you're not getting your money back, man. Yeah. Anyways, that was today's podcast. Um, tune in next week. We're actually doing things differently now. We're gonna actually separate our sports podcast and the the stuff that we're talking about today to make it to make make sure not mixing things up. Yeah, because a lot of people are not really fans of specific topics, so we're gonna try to section them off in ways that make sense. So this will be a regular BC Buds podcast <laughs> where we just talk about general stuff, whatever's in the news, current events, current events, etc. And Ponzi schemes, <laughs> Ponzi schemes. And we're starting a new podcast called BC Sports, BCB Sports. Mm-hmm. And but that, that episode should be uploaded about the same time as this one. Yeah, all right. So be sure to check that one out too. See ya.